Yeah, but you never know. Computers remember things. But it was a completely different computer. Did you name it the same name? What do you mean? Did you name your computer the same name? Well, it's like Caroline's MacBook Air. You name your computer Caroline's MacBook Air? I didn't name my computer. Just that's the name it came with. So I let it have that name. Ugh. Anyway. And welcome to the podcast. Hi, welcome to Review for Two. I'm Marco. I'm Caroline. And this is a podcast. And we're dating. Yeah. We play video games that are fun to play with other people. Yeah, and this podcast is to help you find those video games too. Yes. Yes. Great. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about (laughs) Toontown Rewritten. Yeah! Which is the creepy Frankenstein resurrection of the original Toontown game that was released in... I have all those stats. Oh. Yeah, so it is the game born out of Toontown Online, which was live from 2003 until 2013. Really? A good decade. Wow. Yeah, really popular game. And the developers of Toontown Online were Disney Interactive, Shell Games, and Frog Children Studios, and it was released on Windows and Mac. Toontown Rewritten started its beta in 2014 after they like found out that Toontown Online was gonna stop and it's run completely by volunteers there's a huge list of volunteers unfortunately all of their names are the names of their tunes in toontown so it's like mr moneybags and i don't know who that is but you did a great job on pr and marketing right like thanks pro sassy taco (laughs) i'm really glad about things (laughs) operating systems yay ei or whatever it is yeah ui ui so it they did a beta in 2014 and After a lot of different beta testing and open beta testing, they released a huge update which allowed the version of the game which we played in 2017. So since 2017 until now, it's been like the version that we've played. They've just fixed some bugs along the way or like little updates and tweaks. Wait, so the original one, the original one was only shuttered for a year before they launched the other one? Yeah. So they were like... These volunteers got on that. Yeah, they must have been just devastated by the loss of Toontown Online. I was. Are you part of the... Are you pro Sassy Taco? Yes. Yes. And shout out to the two main volunteers, Joey and Jeremy. Yes, those are... That's all the information we have about these people. Because they were the ones that apparently came up with this idea to create Toontown Rewritten. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, thank you. So it is a computer-based game. You play on a Mac or a PC... Or Commodore 64. I'm just kidding. Nope, you can't nope. play on that. And you download it and you're able to play online with people across the world, across the country. There are what, like 3,000 people playing less? I think the last time we were on it was like 15,000 across the world. Oh, that's a lot. Which which sounds like a lot, but it's also not a huge amount for modern games nowadays. Yeah. Where like That's also across 15 servers. Because you can be in a different server depending on where you live or whatever. You can choose what server you can be in also, I'm sure. And some of them do get full. So yeah, so it's online. You play it on your computer and that's pretty much it. It's an MM it's an MMORPG. Yeah, it's a MMORPGer. There you go. I said it right. I'm so proud yeah. of myself. Um, and it's third person RPG and yeah. Yeah, so an MMORPG stands for Massively Multiplayer Online Role-Playing Game. Yeah. The most famous of which is probably World of Warcraft. This is kind of like World of Warcraft at its most basic level. And like Caroline said, you know, you hop into a server and there are a whole bunch of other people online and it's a shared world and there are shared enemies that just random people can roll up and help you with. 
you can join up with your friends and just roam around the world with them. And you can, if you really wanted to get into it, you could form groups and guilds and all that other stuff and do raids to take down the cogs and, you know, all the World of Warcraft stuff, except it's cartoon animals in Disney-themed areas. Right, and so what you do is you run around, as Marco said, and you defeat cogs, which are like the bad guys. And there are boss battles once you level up enough where you like go into a cog building and you defeat the cog boss. But there are other activities like you can ride the trolley and play trolley games. And then you get jelly beans for that, which you can spend on buying gags, which are what you use to kill the cogs. You can fish for jelly beans and jelly beans are the currency. So you can use them to buy different things for your house or you can use them to buy a doodle, which is like a pet. You can use them to buy cosmetic items. That kind of thing. And there's there are different activities that go on, but like those are the main activities is that you go around doing tune tasks, which you're assigned, and you level up. Yeah. You you do things, you level up. It's most it's a lot of it is the social aspect. Yes. Where you get to customize how you look and then spend that time with your online friends. Yes. So the game itself is fun, but a lot like World of Warcraft, the biggest draw is kind of the social aspect you're doing with friends, which is why we felt it was a great game for this podcast. Right. Yeah. Would you like to review it, Marco? Sure, I would like to review it. Great. Alright, so I never actually played the original Toontown, so I did not have any expectations going into this game except my knowledge that it was an old game from the 2000s. So, alright, I guess I had an expectation that it wasn't going to be great. (laughs) Because it felt like a very old game that someone had rebooted for some reason, and now, like, it was really only being played by the people who played it before. It actually was pretty fun. Hey, there you go. Yeah, and, you know, it was particularly fun to play with Caroline, because we could roam around and, like, jump on people and go swimming and throw pies at robots. So it was actually pretty fun. That's, I mean, yeah, that's all I had to say. The level up system was entertaining. You got quests, you got to decorate your house and go fishing, and... There's enough to keep you entertained. There is a lot of content because you kind of have to grind in order to get to be a high enough level to take on the raid bosses. Yeah, it's really hard to get like past a certain level. Right. So for those of you who do want a game that you just sink a whole bunch of time into. This is great. This is a great one. And it's also completely free. And because it is a reboot of a game from the 2000s, like you don't need a very strong computer to play it. So if you own a computer, chances are it can play this game. So, I mean, I would definitely recommend giving it a shot. I would absolutely recommend getting some friends. And if you have at least one friend who played it in the past who can kind of, like, guide you through it, it would be good. Because I kept being like, Caroline, what's this? Why are there starfish? What's the popsicles for? How do I go fishing? Help me! But no, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to just hang out with Caroline in fake Disney World. (laughs) And I enjoyed it. Excuse me, you were in Toontown Central? For the majority of this. Toontown Central, a.k.a. the one place that was not themed after an existing Disney character. Right. So. It's just neutral. Fake Disney World. Oh. Yeah. Caroline. Yeah. So I obviously played this game back in its original iteration, and I remember loving it. When I found out that it came back or that there was a new iteration of it, I was really, really excited to play. I played it a little bit previous to me playing with Marco, and I do play this by myself quite a bit, but I do agree with him that playing with somebody else is really fun, Um, especially somebody that you're next to or that you can chat with because you can be like, oh yeah, let's take down that cog. And then you're like, oh, what are you using? Like what kind of gag are you using? And you can really interact with them, which is really fun. It is 
really just like innocuous there's no like hateful thing on it which is something i really love like it's very pure it's very pure and you really don't find that with games and video games especially online games i feel like you can find a lot of toxicity in online games and like this just doesn't have a drop of it like the most toxic thing are the evil guys which they make like ironically toxic as being like bank owners or like lawmaker you know they they make it like real life toxic which is kind of just a play on society but um I really love this game I it has so much nostalgia just like the sound of the door opening which is such a like stupid little thing but like god bless the developers and the volunteers who like recreated that sound because it's so nostalgic for me and just such a like lovely pure sound that I really like it and I really really love this game and it yeah as Marco said it's free so like definitely do it Yeah, when I was installing this on my computer, Caroline was in the room, but she couldn't see my computer, and I didn't tell her I was installing it. So I went through the install, and I made the profile, and then I logged in, and it got to the loading screen, which has a very specific, like, jaunty loading screen music. (laughs) And the second Caroline heard it, her entire body perked up the same way a dog does when it knows it's about to get a treat. Yeah. Like, she was just so excited to hear that so music happy. and be like, we're going to play Toontown! Because I had also been yelling at you to download it for, like, yeah. weeks. And you were like, oh, I really don't want to play. And I was like, look, I've played plenty of games that I don't really want to play that you love. Like, this is, like, one that I really want to do. And I actually think you kind of might find it fun and interesting that it has a similar structure to a lot of games that you play. Yeah. And he was like, oh, fine. Finally downloaded it. Yeah, that is kind of going along with what Caroline said. Because it is a reboot of an old game from 15 years ago that was shuttered, the only people who are playing it are doing it because they love this game so much that there is just no negativity from the other players. Right. Which is just like, it is just such a just fun, nice experience. Yeah, it is really nice. So, I mean, it's free. You probably already have the hardware to play it. I would absolutely recommend getting a few friends together and just fooling around in it. Especially Disney Files. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Alicia and Jody get on Toontown. Yeah. <laughs> and especially if you have someone who played it in the past. And it would also be a really good game to play with kids. Because yes. the controls are very simple. Yes. Um, there are some timed aspects, but it's no quick time event. It's like you have five seconds to choose which gag you're going to throw at this robot. And you just right. have to move your mouse and click. It's not complicated the gameplay isn't difficult it'd be a really great game for kids especially because it has that kind of disney hook where you know they can be like let's go donald's dock yeah yeah so yeah yeah, would recommend good caroline shall we get on to questions i was gonna say that oh oh What is your favorite gag? And also, what is a gag for our listeners who do not know? So a gag, I mentioned this briefly, but it's what you use to defeat cogs in your cog battles. And you start off with a throw gag and a squirt gag, and they are a cupcake and a flower that shoots water. And so they're supposed to be like silly, jokey things that defeat these like boring adult job cogs right so they're like stupid gag jokes and you can get i think it's up to like eight or ten levels of gag and like they have increasing intensity to defeat the higher level cogs with 
It's the equivalent of getting, like, stronger weapons in any other combat game. Except instead of weapons, it's your pie makes them laugh slightly more because it's a larger pie. Right. So there are a few different types of gags. I don't know. I don't know all the types, but I know there's throw, squirt, drop, tune up. And then there's like one or two more. Is Tune Up the healing one? Yes. Mm. So that one is actually my favorite. Oh. Because, and I haven't used it because I'm not a high enough level yet, but I I have a tune task like in my queue that will allow me to use a Tune Up gag. And what it does is it heals the other members of your team. So it's turn-based combat. So while you're looking to like choose your gag to defeat the cogs or cog in front of you, If you see the other people's health, this tune-up will give them health during your turn instead of, like, fighting against a cog. And I really like it because it's very unique. It's the only one that does that. And it is really, really useful. And I've been in battles with people who have used it on me. And I'm, like, so thankful for them because I'm on, like, two health. And I'm like, I'm going to die and then lose all of my gags and then have to go back to the playground all sad. It's another mechanic. Don't worry about that. Nice. But yeah, what's your favorite gag? My favorite gag is the second level squirt gag, Mm -hmm. which the first level, like Caroline said, is a squirt flower. The second level is literally just a glass of water Mm -hmm. because it's the dumbest, least gag-like gag. Like, it's not clever. It's not entertaining. You literally just pull out a glass of water take a sip, and then projectile spit it at the robot of your choice. And I love how just dumb that is. Yeah. And it's like, we could do, you know, a flower or a fire hydrant or like some other entertaining thing that shouldn't squirt water but does, but we're just gonna spit water at them. Yeah. I like it. It's funny. Yeah. All right, Caroline, what was your favorite town slash playground? So my personal favorite is Donald's Dock. Because it's actually one of the most unique playgrounds in that it has a boat. Yeah, it has a boat in like a circle of water in the middle of the playground where there's just like a a little island that has nothing on it. But on the outskirts of the water, it's like a boardwalk that you do all of your business in. And I really like it because that boat is like you don't find that in any other of the playgrounds, which is like really cool. Minnie's Melody Land has like a giant piano, but it doesn't play notes. And then Daisy's Gardens is just like a garden. That's actually the most boring one to me. Um, And then there's like Pluto's Lullaby Time, which is just like sleepy themed. But yeah, Donald's Dock is like definitely the most unique and it's the most fun. And it's the one that like when I was thinking back to Toontown Online, I was like, oh, I missed that. Like that was one of the things that I remembered and I really wanted to play and, and do again. What about you, Marco? I would have to say that my favorite is also Donald's Dock, partially because I like the play on words. Whereas, you know, Minnie's Melody Land, I get the alliteration, it's funny, but Donald's Dock is Donald Duck, but Donald's Dock, which makes me laugh. And then I also, like Caroline said, I like that it's got a big boat and it's got water that you can swim around in, in a big circle, and it's got a little island in the middle, and I just like the layout a little better. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Marco? Yes, Caroline? (laughs) What was your favorite cog? Or cog style, like cog class, you could say also. I think my favorite cog class was the boss bot. Okay. Because it entertained me that all of their attacks are, you know, business themed. And like, because you're a cartoon, the most damaging thing possible is a clip on tie. Because that's a serious (laughs) thing that adults do. So I just like that, you know, that class had the like, you know, business, Rolodex, 
you know, fancy watch clip-on-tie style attacks, and it just made me chuckle. Yeah, that was really good. Caroline? I think my favorite are law bots, partially because there's one specific one called an ambulance chaser. (laughs) (laughs) I just think that that's so funny. And yeah, I mean, all of their attacks are just so funny. It's like, I'm writing you a memo. (laughs) And you're like, no. And then you like lose health for that. I just, I think it's so funny. And yeah, the law bots are really good because they're all law puns, which is very funny. The the way they handled the cogs and their attacks was really well because of how entertaining all of their different attacks that aren't actually attacks it's just things that happen in business right like hang up is literally what like i'm just gonna hang up on you yeah you're right yeah it's really funny or like rolodex right like look at this rolodex yeah oh no okay final question yes what was the most notable moment of gameplay for you in your few brief moments of playing i think in my brief window of time that I was able to spend with this game. Mm-hmm. I think my most notable moment of gameplay was the accidental boss rush we found ourselves trapped in. Oh my in. god. So the way combat works is there are a lot of di- there are a couple of different zones. So there are the playgrounds of each town, which is the place where all of the tunes gather and there are no enemies and it's got all the shops and all of the mini games and all that stuff. Then there are the side streets and within the side streets are the buildings. So the buildings kind of function as as like raid layers where you go in the building and there are like a bunch of high level enemies with a boss at the end that if you destroy it, it makes the whole building back to like tune mode instead of cog mode. Mm-hmm. So the really the only place that you can attack enemies is on the streets where they just kind of wander around or in the buildings where they're a lot more like crafted and planned. But the thing about attacking them on the streets is that it doesn't just like transport you to a little pocket dimension where you're fighting just that one with you or your friends and, you know, you fight it until the battle's over. You're still very much in the open area, so any friendly people that see your battle can run up and join you. Mm -hmm. But that also means that any enemy cog that is walking near you might get sucked into the battle as well. So there was one point where we had to fight a... We we had to fight, like, a certain class of bots. I think it was cell bots. Mm Mm-hmm. And because I was level, like, two, yeah, even a level five enemy could kill me in one hit. <laughs> so, like, it might as well have been a boss monster to me. So we're fighting this level four bot, and then a level six robot oh comes God. up and joins the fight. So we kill the level four bot, and then another level six robot comes up and joins the fight. And then, like, one other person came in, I remember right. that. But then, like, that robot one hit killed Caroline, so it was me and the other person, and we managed to kill one of the robots, and then two more level six robots yeah. jump in. So, like... Me and the other guy hold out as long as we can, but we were absolutely not prepared for this level of boss rush. And so eventually I just run away and lose all my items. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. It was fun, kind of. It was annoying, mostly. But it was the most notable moment of gameplay. Sure. Caroline, what was your most notable moment of gameplay? I think mine was when I got my doodle, whose name is Bijou. So in this game, there are doodles, which are bean-shaped animals? Sure. Yeah. And they they act as pets. So you can get like different color, different uh, temperament, different gender doodles. And I had enough jelly beans at one point that I was like, I'm going to get a doodle. And her name is Bijou. And basically these doodles just live at your estate, which you can customize the the interior of. And they just kind of walk around and you can teach them to jump. You can give them a treat. You can scratch them. You can call them over. You can call them good girl. 
which Mm. I do all the time. And it was just like a nice moment of me getting a pet, even though I have a pet in real life. Nice. I'm glad you got a virtual pet too. (laughs) Yeah. Bijou is less annoying. Yes, she is. Anyway, that was my most notable moment of gameplay. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. It definitely wasn't the most exciting game I've ever played, but it was just very, like, calm and peaceful and just pure and innocent and just unabashedly about just having fun and being silly. So I would absolutely recommend at least giving it a shot. I would highly recommend playing it with a few friends. Or if you have kids, this would be a fantastic way to sort of introduce them to playing games with other real life people. Because sometimes real life people are unpredictable and this is definitely the best way to start that sort of online game experience. Yeah. Don't start at WoW because that's terrible. No. Not terrible like a game, but it's, it's, you know. Toxic. Yeah. So, you know, great, great baby's first MMO, without a doubt. And I mean, I'm in my 20s and I love this game. Yeah. So not even just for little kids anymore. (laughs) I'm probably not a lot of little kids are playing this. Probably not. I feel like they're all playing Fortnite, but they should be. Yeah. I mean, I love this. So much nostalgia. It's like, if you guys go back and listen to any of the Mary Kate game podcasts, like I just crave nostalgia in video games because it provided me such a safe and like amazing place to express myself and it was something that I didn't have a lot of as a kid growing up because I wasn't like into sports. I did a lot of theater and drama but this was like a way to express myself with myself and still feel like I was doing something that was like part of normal culture which was fun so i really love this game i love everything you gave to me thank you so much to the volunteers you guys are amazing i like kind of want to join your team as a moderator but we'll see if i have the qualifications um because you guys are absolutely wonderful and thank you for keeping this a safe and lovely space i think that's all i got Cool. So like we said, this game is free and yep. you probably already have the tools required to play it. Just need to download it and then start playing. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks. Uh, be sure to rate and review us on your podcast viewing medium of choice. Yep. If you are on Apple Podcast, be sure to leave a rating and a review because it helps other people find us on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. And how can they find us on Spotify? They can find us. They can find us. They can find us on Spotify. <laughs> they can find us on Spotify by searching "review for two in quotes." Oddly enough, there you go. Not sure why, but for some reason, if you just search "review for two, we are at the way bottom of the list. Yes. But if you search for us in quotes, we are right there. It's a weird algorithm there. Yeah, you can reach out to us on Twitter at review for two. Suggest games, and we very well might play them, regardless of whether or not you suggested them just to spite us. I mean, you guys listened to last week. We love Farming Simulator. (laughs) So please suggest us games. Yeah. You can reach us at Gmail at review, the number four, T-W-O at gmail.com. And yeah, don't be a stranger. Don't be a stranger. Cool. That's all I got. Ooh, and friend me on uh, Toontown. Friend Caroline on... Oh, right. What was your tune's name? Um... Chef J. Puffer Fussin. And mine was Duke Felix Lupinoodle. So find us. I think we're on one of the like, ra- it's it's like something called Rapids or Falls server. So just DM me and I'll tell you. Just slide into <laughs> like, our DMs. I'll, I'll let you know because I will play Toontown with you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Hi. Bye. Bye.
Haribo Advent Calendar. Advent Calendar. Calendar. Advent Calendar. Calendario dell'Avento. Del